the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's get ready to get into a Thursday show. Got a lot for you today. Uh, You won't want to miss the 635 segment. We're going to have Kent Kaiser on. Uh, He's the executive director of TAP, which stands for Trade Alliance to Promote Prosperity. And we're going to talk about food production. I never thought that I would have to do a show, to be honest with you, about food production but that's going to become a big deal over the next uh, few months and perhaps next few years. Uh, the uh, the problem over in Ukraine is like uh, hitting them in the wheat basket uh, of Ukraine and uh, and Russia, and it's going to cause problems here in the United States about how much wheat we have, even though we produce you know a lot of wheat. In Kansas and uh, North Texas and things of that age, uh, 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 as far as those pro- as those states go, we're going to talk with uh, Kent about that and uh, discuss that with him here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick show. You won't want to miss that uh, that discussion. The other thing that I'd like to talk about and. Uh, some of the big newspapers in America are hardly covering this, and that happens to be what went down early yesterday morning in Washington, D.C., when an armed California man was arrested near Justice Brett Kavanaugh's home between 1 and 2 o'clock in the morning. Now, evidently, what occurred Wednesday uh, is that law enforcement was told by this gentleman that he wanted to kill the Supreme Court justice. And according to uh, reporting from multiple sources, that got confirmed. So it was a real deal. It was a real uh, time of uh, the justice being threatened. And uh, he, uh, he showed up at the justice's home was brought there in a taxi cab. He got the address off of a post, off of one of these uh, radical left-leaning uh, groups uh, that are, uh, you know, pro-abortion, and uh, was right there on the sidewalk in front of the uh, the justice's home. Had a suitcase, had a backpack, and. Uh, there were a couple of federal marshals there. They saw him. He saw them. He turned and walked down the street. Now, 
If it's between 1 and 2 o'clock in the morning, a taxi pulls up in front of a Supreme Court justice's home, and uh, a guy is there. He's got a suitcase, and he's got a backpack, and he's looking suspiciously at the justice's home. You would think that one of the marshals would have approached him and asked what he was doing there. That didn't happen. The guy walked down the road, and uh, he called 911 when he was out of eyesight and told the um, 911 operator that he was feeling suicidal and that he was thinking about killing one of the Supreme Court justices and he was, you know, just uh, moments from their house. The uh, police were dispatched. They found this guy and they're the ones that arrested him. In his backpack, they found him with a handgun, a knife, a couple magazines, and all kinds of uh, items to be able to break into the justice's home. Uh, he was found, uh, you know, they they uh, brought him up in front of the judge later that day. He's uh, cooling his heels in jail right now, charged with attempted murder. And um, sad to say, uh, the... Uh, you know, Garland, uh, Merrick Garland, uh, our, and the head of DOJ, Attorney General, uh, said they wouldn't put up with this kind of stuff. Uh, but they've not done anything to stop the, uh, the different uh, marches and stuff that have been going on in front of the uh, justices' homes. Now, I know that there's a you know, big argument about First Amendment here. But I think that this is coming down to uh, the the whole argument that you can't walk into a theater and yell fire. Uh, Because what is happening and what is going on is the people are trying to, of course, cause the justices to vote their way on a particular case or change their minds on a particular case. And you're not. You know, you can't tamper with the jury. And in this case, the justices are the jury. So they can be, uh, you know, you can hit them for jury tampering and all kinds of stuff. And I I think that I, I don't believe that the neighbors of the uh, in the neighborhood of these justices bought their homes and signed up for, uh, you know, hundreds of people to be walking down the street. In many cases, beating, you know, bass drums and and blowing horns and all kinds of stuff. Um, I I think that goes beyond uh, going out and having a march. Um, And if you've heard if you've heard myself and and uh, Robert Steinbach talk about it, you know, we don't agree. Uh, He thinks that it's all right to do that. It's a federal law that hasn't. And has been upheld by the Supreme Court that you can't do this, so it needs to be stopped. And the uh, the, the president uh, has not shown any inkling to say anything negative about it. In fact, uh, when Jen Psaki was the press secretary and was standing in front of the press corps, she said, "There's nothing wrong with them uh, protesting <clears throat> peacefully." And there was. They're breaking the law. There is a law that, that is upheld by the Supreme Court says that they can't do it.
So uh, anyway, this is what went down last night. And some Democrats are going to have to take uh, responsibility for some of the things that they've said. I mean, Schumer stood in front of the Supreme Court building uh, when this um, information leaked out from the Supreme Court that they were looking at overturning Roe v. Wade and, uh, you know, the Casey uh, Planned Parenthood lawsuit that had been heard in years uh, uh, past and and turning back uh, to states the... um, for them to make up their mind how they were going to deal with abortion in individual states. That's the way it was before 1973 when Roe v. Wade was, uh, you know, uh, found to be a, uh, a national law that gave women the right to, to abortion uh, in any state uh, in the Union. So... We're waiting to find out exactly what that is going to say. Uh, We're supposed to hear about it coming up in the next, uh, well, maybe next week as early as Monday. But we've got to find out by the end of June, first week of July, because they have to uh, clear all their cases out, the Supreme Court does, by that time. So that's going to come out uh, and get out uh, in, in front of everybody. Now, I don't know if they knew anything about this guy because it was just the other day, I don't know if it was Wednesday or Tuesday, that uh, we were told that the uh, National Guard had been notified uh, to understand that we may have a long, hot summer this year uh, because of this case being decided it could get worse if uh the uh, the congress makes some draconian gun law uh law so we're going to find out about that uh, over the next uh, few weeks uh Kanyan from texas made the uh, made the statement that uh this would be determined he believed before the fourth of july recess so that's in the next couple of weeks just so you know All right, so that's what's going on. That's the big, 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 big story uh, that's out there. Don't forget about uh, East End Towing, what they can do for you. They can get you off the side of the road if your car breaks down. If, uh, let's just say, you know, it goes kaput, won't run anymore. Uh, You call them at 501-888-8849. That's uh, 501-888-8849. 8849 and they'll be happy uh, to come out and rescue you from the side of the uh, of the road they also know no matter the situation they can help you out let's say you're towing your boat or your camper and your car breaks down what happens to the camper what happens to the boat what happens to those trailers what do they do with your car they know everything they need to do to make sure you have that handled, and they've got all the answers for it. Again, call them, 501-888-8849. That's East End Towing. All right, so uh, I brought you up to date on the Kavanaugh story and what went down with that. They have captured this guy, 
they have him behind bars, and uh, they have charged him, and now it have moved through the legal system. Uh, also yesterday, the House uh, passed the uh, Protecting Our Kids Act. It was a gun measure uh, that they were doing. And as far as I can tell, as I look at the reporting on this story, the uh, big part that's being reported on is that this raises the age of buying, quote, an assault rifle. And uh, I haven't seen the legislation, nor I I don't believe anybody else has yet, uh, that uh, tells us what that definition is, what defines an assault rifle, uh, according to this uh, piece of legislation. Uh, And uh, it says that the minimum age to purchase one of these guns uh, will be 21 years of age. So they're moving it from 18 uh, to 21. I mean, in most states, uh, an 18-year-old can buy a long gun, and that's what, uh, quote, an assault rifle is. Uh, that's one thing, one thing that it is. And uh, so they have to wait till they're 21 years old to be able to buy one. It will bar the sale, sale of large-capacity magazines, Again, no definition on that. And here's a good one for you. You're going to love this if you have guns. It will dictate the rules of at-home gun storage. The federal government, if this would pass, and I don't believe it has a you know snowball's chance in hell over in the Senate, but if it did pass, the federal government is going to tell you how you have to store uh, your uh, your guns. Now, let's say they say you got to have um, a gun safe, and it's got to be such and such by such and such. Okay, so it's got to be this high by this wide, uh, and, and you know, can't hold more than this many guns and, and whatnot. They'll have all of that in a law codified, so they can tell you that, and I would assume that the way that will be administered isn't going to be that uh, the police are going to come to your house and and check what your gun safe looks like. I think it would work something like this. You'd walk into a gun shop. You want to buy a handgun. You want to buy a long gun. And they're going to say, how, do you, how are you going to store this at your house? And you're going to have to prove that you have the proper storage for that firearm. Now, I believe that's what they'll do, at least in my mind, uh, in my opinion. Because, uh, again, I haven't seen exactly how this is all written out. But if I know the lefties and know what they're doing, they're going to have ways to keep you from getting uh, any kind of firearm from a business that sells firearms. Uh, unless you can prove you can meet the requirements of storing your guns uh, in your home in their thoughts of safety. I mean, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, and I said that one of the main um, phrases that you're hearing now is responsible gun ownership. I mean, we heard Matthew McConaughey use it when he was speaking to the press uh, from uh, 
the White House uh, the other day. Responsible gun ownership. And I asked you, what does that mean? Because that's important. You have to know what the parameters of the definition is for responsible gun ownership. Because I will tell you, somebody who wants to get rid of guns, their thoughts on responsible gun ownership is probably going to be entirely different from your idea of what responsible gun ownership is. As I always tell you, you may be using the same words as the other side, but make sure you're talking out of the same dictionary. Because the words that they, when they say justice, I'm guaranteeing you that their, their terminology of justice and their definition of justice is different than your definition of justice i know my i'm sure my uh, my thoughts of responsible gun ownership is different than a lot of other people i don't doubt that so uh you're going to have to pay attention to all of this they're going to dictate the rules of at home gun storage they're going to tell you how you must store your firearms And, uh, you know, depending on how they do that can go a long way of telling you if you're going to be able to buy, uh, you know, guns or not. Just to be honest, it's just the way that that's going to work out. National Review talking about this uh, bill said, while the gun age bill advanced in the House where Democrats have a larger governing margin, it's unlikely to survive in the evenly divided Senate where deliberations over improving mental health programs, hardening schools, uh, uh, security, expanding background checks are currently taking precedence. The age provision is part of the Protecting Our Kids Act, which, of course, is a package of proposals that also includes a prohibition on large-capacity ammunition, feeding devices, tougher punishments for gun trafficking, and straw purchases, and a requirement for registration of bump stop stock type devices. We've made those illegal already. They did that during the Trump administration. We don't need any more regulations on it. Democratic leaders split the package into individual items as a strategy to push Republicans who otherwise oppose broad gun control. Well, you know, if you if you push, let's say you, you, you have this big bill here, and it's got seven items in it. The best way to do it is to break that bill down into seven bills. And then you can make the Republicans vote seven times uh, against these proposals. And then they can, during an election, they can, you know, uh, uh, make you look like the spawn of Satan because you voted against seven different bills about responsible gun ownership. See how it all works? It's, that's, how it all, that's how it all goes down. That is exactly how it all works out and goes down. I mean, you'll have people that will tell, well, this person v- didn't vote for this bill or that bill, 
and what isn't reported uh, or isn't talked about by another politician or another political group is that also in the bill were poison pills that the other side knew the elected official wasn't going to vote on and vote for, you know, because they would hurt his constituents. And uh, maybe they even agreed with the bill, but they wouldn't vote for it because of the poison pills that are in it. you got to learn the game to understand what is being played out there and how you're being lied to. And they're lying to you at times, many, many times times when they tell you well he didn't vote on this and he didn't vote on that got to do a little homework got to look into that stuff all right coming up here at uh, 6 35 after we take this break for the news and make some money and uh, we're going to do that uh, know that uh, we're going to talk with uh, kent kaiser he's the executive director of the trade alliance to promote prosperity that's tap and we'll talk about food shortages all right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. It is a Thursday morning, 6.35. Let me tell you a little bit about David Lucas, and we'll get to our guest that we've got coming up that's going to talk to you about some things that you may not want to hear about but you need to know about. And uh, David Lucas Financial wants to uh, help you learn how to handle silver and gold. To do that, call them, 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315. We talked to Nathan Lewis about this yesterday uh, when we talked about his book, Inflation, and how much gold and silver you should have uh, along with the rest of your nest egg, and it's about 15%. So uh, if you'll call David Lucas, they're going to help you learn more about buying silver and gold. Do you want to have it in certificates? Do you want to have the the metal itself in your hand and in your safe. What do you want? Give them a call, 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. All right, back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, I got a call yesterday and was given the opportunity uh, to have Kent Kaiser on with us today. He's the executive director of the Trade Allowance uh, to Promote Prosperity, better known as TAP. And uh, if you want to know about food uh, production, you want to know about fertilizer availability and things of that nature, you talk to Kent. He can give us all the information on that. Kent, a lot of people do not realize that Russia is probably the biggest exporter of fertilizer in the world. And that means farmers here in the United States are going to be paying exorbitant prices and are paying exorbitant prices, in fact, now for fertilizer. And that, of course, is going to drive up the cost of food. Give us some information on that, if you would. That's right. Uh, Thank you for having me on. And... Yes, Russia provides much of the world's uh, supply of various types of fertilizer. And, of course, we have sanctions on Russia right now. And this is causing an increase in the price of fertilizer, which, of course, gets passed along uh, down the value chain to 
to the consumers, of course, at the grocery store. And one of the problems that we've identified is that there are other nations that could step in and provide us with more fertilizer, but uh, there are tariffs against those countries, too. And we can maybe understand tariffs against a hostile country like Russia, but at the same time, we have some exorbitant tariffs against countries like Morocco and Trinidad and Tobago. And these are friendly countries to the United States, which provide a huge amount of uh, fertilizer to the world as well. In fact, Morocco actually holds 70% of the world's phosphates. Wow. And, uh, and a lot of people don't know this, too. Morocco has been a friend of the United States for longer than any other country in a way because Morocco was the very first country to recognize the United States as a country. And we have a trading relationship with Morocco that goes back to the 1700s. And so here we are penalizing uh, a country that is our friend and has been a friend in the war on terror and, and, and a friend for a long, long time. Of course, Trinidad and Tobago, I mean, that's a friendly country where people like to go on vacation, right? Right. And, and here we are. We have these exorbitant tariffs that have been put in place in Morocco, and there's a threat of having them be put in place there in, in Trinidad and Tobago as well when we obviously could use some lower fertilizer prices here in the United States so that the cost for farmers would go down and so that our the cost of food would be lower. Now, some people will look at this and say, well, you know, fertilizer is only a small percentage of the input for a crop, but they're failing to see the other end of the spectrum too, which is when the crops are harvested, you wind up with less food, and then we have a food shortage. And this really is a crisis at this point, because if a farmer decides to pull back on the amount of fertilizer put on a crop, well, we wind up with less food. It becomes a global problem. So we have two problems going on here, really. We have the problem of the tariffs with uh, on the fertilizer in the first place, and then we're going to have a problem come you know, this fall or whenever with the the price of food in the grocery stores and of course a shortage of food globally so it's really a moral issue too this these these tariffs which the the Biden administration could lift them and immediately help farmers and help of course consumers at the grocery store yeah and on top of that and this is not to say what you're saying is not the more important part of this because it is uh, I just read an article today that uh, lawn services, the cost of lawn service, people like to keep the lawns looking nice, has gone up 20%. And one of the reasons is the cost of fuel, number one. Number two, cost of fertilizer. That's right. And people, just to give some people, to bring this home, uh, and I appreciate you're doing that, but the phosphate fertilizers are used on basically every crop and every everything that we grow in the country. It's used for everything from soybeans and corn and wheat to fruit and citrus and, like you say, our, our lawn. And even, in fact, when you grow you know vegetables in your own garden, you probably use some kind of fertilizer. And when you go to the store and you see on that bag of fertilizers, usually three numbers. It's usually like 10, 10, 10 or something. And those those stand, those numbers are for uh, the amount of nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium right. that is in that fertilizer. And that middle, that middle thing, phosphorus, is is one of those really important uh, components of fertilizer, which is where we really have these exorbitant tariffs right now, 
which so it does hit you at home too. I mean, when you're growing your own crops, you might think, well, I can avoid, I can avoid the increases at the grocery store by growing my own. You can to some extent, but you're getting hit at home too because the cost of that fertilizer is, is going up as well. Our guest is Ken Kaiser. He's executive director of the Trade Alliance to Promote Prosperity, better known as TAP. And and, and Ken, uh, let's talk a little bit. Phosphorus has, if I remember back in the late 70s, early 80s, did they try to demonize phosphorus, saying that it was poisoning the water supply and everything? Oh, sure. I mean, that, that's what happens with, you know, any kind of fertilizer. They want to demonize it. But the fact is that we feed the world. And the innovations in, in agriculture, and particularly in the area of fertilizer, have allowed us to eliminate hunger in much of the world. And so, you know, this is where these tariffs are particularly uh, disturbing right now is that we could be bringing back hunger in parts of the world where we had eliminated it be, just because of the fact that that fertilizer becomes more scarce and you know especially here in the United States where we are extremely good at at producing a lot of food in a very small area and uh, there have been mitigation uh, efforts to you know prevent runoff into the streams and so on but yeah, they try to demonize it, but the fact is that fertilizers would allow us to feed our country and, in fact, the world. Yeah, let, let's talk a little bit about that as well. Maybe you can talk with me about this. It, it used to be America was one of the biggest wheat producers in the world. I know you could drive across Kansas and the, the Plain States, and you would see acres upon acres upon miles of wheat being uh, grown you don't see that as much anymore you see acres and acres of corn and soybeans right and 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 part of that is because of the fact that those are export crops and just to give you some idea by the way you know talking to one farmer who uh, produces approximately 200 bushels of corn per acre which is which is pretty good Uh, without the proper fertilizer he's saying that He'll be at about 120 bushels per acre. Now, if you think about that, that's you know 40 percent reduction yes. in crop. Uh, and where is that going to hit? I mean, of course, here in the United States, we're probably not going to have the kind of food shortages. Although there are going to be people who can't afford food, that's for sure. But when you think of the global trade that we've got because of the fact that we produce so much food in the United States. Uh, there will be food shortages that will have a, a serious impact in various parts of the world. And where, again, we because of fertilizer, we have been able to eliminate hunger in much of the world, most of the world, in fact. And now here we are having the threat of having hunger again, and for, and for a ridiculous reason, which is these tariffs are, are, are putting pricing the phosphates out of the market for the uh, farmers, farmers have a very tight margin that they work on, and and so you can imagine, you know, the, this farmer who's making this decision: how, how much fertilizer should I put on my corn crop this year? And if he pulls back a little bit, he's going to have a serious reduction in production. All right. So explain to us if you can see this, and it's pretty simple. That this is not rocket science, so to speak. Right. Uh, what's the problem with the politicians? I mean, what's their side of this? What are they saying? I mean, is it not part of the Green New Deal or or what? 
Well, I mean, there, there's a, there are a lot of political forces. One of the main ones is that there is a big producer, the Mosaic Company in the United States, which pushed for these uh, for these tariffs against Morocco and pushing for them against uh, Trinidad and Tobago in order to boost their own near monopoly. They have, they, uh, you know, they're, most of the phosphates in the United States are produced in Florida, and that's where Mosaic is, is located, and and so on. So they put on so there's political pressure, and you can understand the politics of Florida and you know a national level and so on. Uh, but at some level, the politicians just need to get beyond politics here and do what's best for the American people, what's best for farmers, what's best for uh, grocery consumers, which is pretty much everyone, uh, mm-hmm. and, and what's best for the world. I mean, when you think about it, you know, it becomes a real, it becomes an international issue, and it becomes, I mean, on, on both ends, on the first, on the front end with the tariffs. But on the other end, when we start to have hunger around the world, and suddenly, when people get hungry, they get angry. When people and then, and then we'll see unrest, and and we'll see people needing to flee areas that they live in because there's no food. And I mean, we've seen this in the past, and so this can all this can really all be averted if the Biden administration would just lift these tariffs and help out farmers to have cheaper fertilizer available all right so i'm talking about this i bet you a whole lot of other people aren't talking about it but i i wanted to talk about it because uh, of course arkansas is a huge agricultural state still it's our biggest industry right. in the state and i wanted to let the farmers know that i'm paying attention uh for people who want to know more about this you guys got a bi-weekly uh, newsletter that people can sign up for it's absolutely free and you'll send it to them in their email correct that's correct you can just go to our website which is promote-trade.org okay promote-trade.org and you can get this uh every other week a newsletter about uh, the trade alliance to promote prosperity and this kind of information can be right at your fingertips as well hey kent i appreciate you joining us today kent kaiser the executive director of uh, tap trade alliance to promote prosperity i appreciate you and thank you for being part of us and when when we got more questions about agriculture we're going to give you a call sounds good thanks for having me on all right thank you all right, so that's the executive director from TAP and uh, giving you information that you really need to know about. I mean, seriously, as he, as he said, you know, you got a, a corn farmer, a guy that's farming and planting corn, and he's telling you he's going to have a 40% reduction in his crop. That's a lot of corn. How do you say if you don't say it's a lot of coin, it's a lot of kernels. What can I tell you? All right, so Dave Ellswick show. Uh, we got to get a break in. Let's do that, and then we will uh, we will talk further about uh, uh, what's going on in the country. Coming up at seven o'clock, Joe and Duck will be here. We'll talk about cars, and uh, that could be talking about fixing cars, about what's going on with cars, and all the rest of the things about automobiles that affect your life. And then at nine o'clock, don't forget uh, today that Pat Davis, your health plan man will be here uh, to talk about what he does and how he can save you on those co-pays and those deductions for your health insurance. I'm going to ask him all those questions and uh, get some answers for you today dealing with that. But right now, got to take a break, and then we'll be back with more. It's 10 minutes till 7 on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 
FM The Answer. And don't forget about PI Roofing, what they'll do for you if you need some roofing uh, done on your house. And let me tell you what, you've had plenty of, of tests over this week of whether you got any leaks in your roof. If you're seeing some discoloration on your ceiling, if you're seeing it maybe on the wall, or you're perhaps seeing some water uh, at the bottom of your baseboards, uh, call PI Roofing at 501-707-3551, and uh, they'll send somebody out to find out where that leak is, and they'll fix it for you. And it won't cost you an arm and a leg, and after they do it, uh, you won't have problems with that leak ever again. Now, when they're up there and they're looking at your roof, uh, they'll tell you if there's any other problems as well. If there are, they'll tell you what you need to do to mitigate them and to fix them. If there isn't any other problems, no foul, no harm. So uh, don't have to worry about it. But they will do a good job in replacing your roof as well if it needs that. I know that I've had two roofs put on by PI Roofing. They've done an excellent job both times. Again, call them, 501-707-3551, or visit them online at piroofing.com. All right, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, some new information coming out dealing with that shooting that went down in Philadelphia uh, over the weekend on uh, South Street. Uh, They've issued another murder warrant. Uh, This for a third man wanted in connection with the killing of one of two innocent bystanders uh, during the shooting that resulted in three people dead and 11 wounded over the weekend. Now, a lot of people say, we've never had this kind of street violence. Well, I beg to differ. Uh, Do a little history searching. Uh, In fact, just do a little history searching in Chicago. Okay. Go back to Prohibition. Uh, when uh, the mobs were involved in running booze and things of that nature. And there was all kinds of, uh, of shootings that happened. I mean, there were politicians gunned down on the uh, steps of City Hall in Chicago uh, during that time. Uh, everybody knows if I say St. Valentine's Day Massacre, they know what I'm talking about. And uh, that was going on now. What has changed is who's doing the killing. You know, it's not mobs and it's not people uh, working within the uh, area of mobs. In other words, you know, guys that want to be made men and and things of that nature. But, uh, you know, now we've got kids that are shooting. Other kids uh, during school shootings and things of that nature and uh, we got to figure out why that's happening. I have my my thoughts about it. I've shared them with you before, uh, and I'm sure some of you have your own thoughts about this uh, as well. And I bet you that on several of the things that we believe is other cause, we would come to agreement on on what's going down. Anyway, the district attorney's office in uh, Philly has approved an arrest uh, warrant for the murder of one of the two innocent bystanders killed during the South Street uh, shooting on Saturday night. Uh, The district attorney's office reported that, quote, we'll not be releasing identifying information until such time as that individual is brought into custody by law enforcement. The manhunt comes as two other suspects were charged in the deadly weekend shooting 
Kwan Garner, 18, faces charges of aggravated assault, assault of a law enforcement officer, and weapons charges. Rashawn Vereen, a 34-year-old man believed to have been involved in the initial fight that sparked the gunfire, faces several charges including attempted murder, aggravated assault, uh, conspiracy, and aggravated assault. The authorities said the shooting occurred amid a fight between three different men. Jackson is believed to have fired the first shot that wounded Towns, who returned fire and killed Jackson. The third man, believed to be Vereen, was taken into custody Monday by a team of U.S. Marshals, according to the news outlet. Garner allegedly fired toward the brawl and was armed with a ghost gun, police said. He was shot in the hand by police officers. You know, I like that they change terminologies. They call it ghost guns. You know what they used to call them during our time? If you're a a baby boomer, remember, you used to call them zip guns. That's what they used to call them, zip guns. And it was uh, gangs that used parts of guns, all kinds of guns, put them together and made their own firearm. It's been going on a long time, folks. A long, long time. All right. We got a break, and Joe and Duck will join me. We'll talk about cars from the good folks at Bumper to Bumper. Uh, They'll be bringing us uh, that segment at 9 o'clock. Don't forget, Pat Davis will talk health insurance. I don't know about you, but I'm uh, tired of the rain. And tomorrow they're saying we'll have some rain in the morning, and then finally it's going to clear out, and it's looking good for the weekend. In fact, I'm sitting here looking at the weather right now, and if you are a clear sky, lots of sun kind of guy or gal like I am, I'm a guy, all right? I'm not a gal, okay? I'm a he, him. I'm not, (laughs) or anything else. Uh, Starting on Saturday and running all the way through, looking here, uh, next Tuesday. All sunny and hot, baby. In fact, I guess on next Tuesday, they're saying that we're going to see about 99 degrees here in the area. And the real field temperature uh, is going to be like 102. This is my kind of weather now. It's, it's, it's not. 
You know, it's getting hot out. Yes, time. I'm waiting. I'm I'm all about it. Dry it up. It's. I don't know about you guys, but there's parts of my yard that I I'm afraid to step on. It probably be quicksand. You think it'd suck you right on down? Yeah, I think so. Take me. Take you me had under. Tyler Linda throw me a rope to get me out. Well, she probably wouldn't hear me. <laughs> Plus, I'm worth I'm worth more with my insurance and I, life insurance than I am alive. So yeah, I think we're about what six seven inches ahead on the rain. We yeah, got it. Something wrong. It's it's crazy. It's but like every day it rains just for a couple hours, but it rains a whole inch. During yeah. you know 120 minutes or I something. Didn't, I didn't check my rain gauge yesterday, but I bet and bet and I bet we got three inches yesterday. It poured, huh? Within a, probably a couple hours span. Yeah, I think it was Monday that it was coming down in sheets in Cabot. I mean, it yeah. was it was rolling like a river down my front yard there, Joe. I mean, just going like a river. If, you know, at the bottom yeah. of the road there, it, big old. It filled up. They couldn't handle. It couldn't run the water off fast enough. Curbs were full. Yep, completely. That's a lot of water. All yeah, the ditches were all full. It was running across Air Lane Drive about three or four inches deep. That's not good. I mean, I mean, I understand you can only put so much, you know, flood water pipes in there. Yeah. To to carry it, and that's a lot of rain when it happens. And then you got to remember, it's not just falling in that one little area there. Yeah. It's all falling over. over you know, maybe a mile square. That's a lot of water hitting the mm-hmm. ground. It's got to go somewhere. And it will go to the place of least resistance, just yes. so you know. And that always happens. Always so how, happens. How things are, how things are going? Or is business still uh, covering you guys up? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Covered up ain't the word. <laughs> What's the word? About three weeks behind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not two now, three. Yeah, it's about three. Wow. I got, I got a D16 motor sitting there they're putting in. I got a seat. C7 Caterpillar sitting there ready to go in, waiting on to get a place to put it. That one with the transmission out waiting on it. Clutch is sitting outside. It's tough, isn't it, guys, when you're really, really good. You guys are really, really good. The tough part is you can't find nobody to work. Yeah, well, I understand that, too. Well, you know, our business is, is booming right now because of the... Lack of new cars, which drives the price of used cars up, and that makes folks that need repairs that are costly to go ahead and fix them because they ain't got anything to replace it with. Yeah, so it actually helps our business. That's like this C seven Caterpillar. Two years ago, they wouldn't have they they'd have said, "No, I'll put it back out back." Russell called a guy and told him it vented the block. It's got a hole in it. You can look from one side to the other. And the guy said, "No, you go can ahead look and fix through. It. You can look through the motor." Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, rod come rod come apart. What did he do to it? Uh, injector went bad and stuck the piston in it. Pulled a rod in two. Wow! It comes slinging oh, out. I bet you that it's an was excellent wound. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying that was probably an interesting occasion for that driver. About thirty five thousand dollars inter- interested. Yeah, but just think if you're driving the truck, that uh, that couldn't have been quiet when it happened. Uh, they're not as noisy as you think it is because it goes whoop, whoop and that's it. Oh, then it's done. Yeah, you you don't. You don't you don't hear no long term no, noise. It just does it all at once. Okay, so now I know I can ask you your, this question, and I bet you got some information on it. What went down with all of these eighteen wheelers down there by Hot Springs? I hadn't heard a word. I mean, they tangled. They tied eight. it up, man. It was eight, eight, eight of them in three vehicles. Oh, there were three. I hadn't heard about the yeah. cars. I know three people are dead I seen, now. I seen pictures of them and. 
and it, it, black smoke was rolling. Well, they said that the fire was so so hot they're going to have to replace the concrete. It, yeah. uh, it weakened. Yeah, they it so said badly. it popped the top off of it. Man, that would, you would not want to be in. And it, and it ain't even where construction is. I know that's wide open area. That's you just got through the construction. I mean, I understand that you're probably opening it up a little bit so you can maybe catch up with some of your time. No, it's still a mess. I don't go down it. If I had to go that way, I'd go around the service road. Yeah, but I mean, once you get past it, though. yeah, once you get. But they had another one there this morning at yeah. the, at the ninety one mile marker. The whole one side of the freeway is blocked. Yeah, the, yeah, west, the west side. Yeah, it's blocked again. It took the, well. It took a whole day to clean up that mess the other day. Yeah, yesterday. What I mean, what? Probably somebody morning. Probably fog. No, you yeah, think maybe that's part yeah, of it? Might have been this morning because it's pretty foggy. Okay. But somebody probably slowed down and the other wasn't paying attention, and he slapped them in the back end, and they just stacked them up. Is some of this? Now, this is your opinion. Let me just say it's these guys' opinions that I'm going to ask them now. And that is, could some of it be that trucking companies are trying to get them trained and get them out as fast as they can and on on the road, and some of them may not be, some of these drivers may not be trained as well as they should be? He's count, they're, um, they're both looking at me. And I'm going to say this. <laughs> they're, 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 they're qualified according to on paper. Yes. But their driving experience is limited. That's what I'm saying. That's I it. mean, and, and they're doing yeah. things that you shouldn't do out on the highway. Most of these people they don't know how the trucker react in a situation like that. They have no idea how to back a truck up. They, they're just mainly, we pull up in a parking lot, we dial it down, pull out money, back underneath another one. They cannot back a 53-foot trailer up to a dock. Most of these people can't speak American. I get them in there every day, and they have to call somebody so I can talk to them. And I've seen them with four and five GPSs up on the dash in different languages. You know, i got to ask, why is it so tough to find truck drivers? I was talking to a gentleman the other day. He drives for one of the bigger truck companies in the, in the United States. Everybody knows their name here in Arkansas. And he's going to make probably $125,000 this year. So what's the big deal here? Um, federal government. Oh, okay. <coughs> How are they involved in this? They're paying him not to work. Oh, okay. Same way with me being needing, needing decent. You know, there's people out there. But when you're getting good money to stay sit, home, basically sit at home, and they hollering and screaming that they're not doing this no more. Yes, you are. They're there's there's a million two hundred ninety eight thousand people still on unemployment, and they're screaming and hollering that the unemployment is three point six. That's new claims. They don't have nothing to do with the old claims. That's new claims that was filed that month. Well, you know, right now, that's probably going to change a little bit because I don't think the unemployment claims are going to cover the cost of leaving increase for food and fuel oh, and all, all that. The, the and they, stuff, so yeah. they might have to go back to work. They're going to have to get up, you know, get up and go back to work because they're not going to get the money, you know, to gas. This morning, I looked at this morning, it was uh, four fifty nine when I come through Benton. Yeah, it's expensive. Five sixty one for diesel fuel. Now, do you know this time last year was just over $2 a gallon? Think about that for a moment. Yeah. I know it. I 
I filled up the other day. It amazed me because uh, I hadn't broke $62 yet. And uh, yesterday was $68. I put $97.83. Now, you got a bigger tank than I do. It's got 25 gallons, and it was down to a little less. This twenty quarter and empty. I think my Katie is seventeen is the max, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you buy twenty gallons of gas, cost you a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, it's amazing, See? isn't it? Yeah. Now let's just retrospect that. Two years ago, you could do the same thing for forty bucks. Yep, and that's a fact. That extra sixty bucks doesn't get spent somewhere else. I'm just saying we haven't seen the result of the ripple effect. This is going to cause yet. Yeah. I got a I got a farmer. He's got a twenty model uh, half ton Chevrolet pickup with the Duramax in it. He's got a twenty. He got two twenty one models with the uh, half ton pickup with the Duramax in it. All three need def modules. They have been at General Motors since January because they can't get them. All right. We're going to talk more about this. We're going to take our questions. i got them right in front of me. We'll give you some answers on that. It looks like we've got a caller as well. It's all happening right here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We've got the truck guys here and the car guys here. We've got guys that, between the two of them, between Duck and Joe, probably almost 100 years of experience. And we'll talk further with them when we get back on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about ICU protection. You need a security system for your home or for your business. I'm going to highly recommend them. I've got mine from ICU. It does the job and does it very well. Uh, if some, if a squirrel runs across my driveway, I know about it. Picks it up. This is pretty. Yeah, I get pictures of it. I got it. I get to see that rat with that pretty tail run across my driveway. Absolutely. You can call Billy Mack. He'll talk to you. He'll talk to you about, you know, how many window and door sensors you need, how many cameras do you want, all of that. All you got to do is call him at 501-205-1333 and know this. You'll pay for the service. I don't mind paying for service. Here's what I don't pay for. Any of that hardware that he put on the doors, the windows, or the cameras that he's put on my um, home. Uh, don't pay anything for the hardware. 501 225 or 205, pardon me, 1333. That's ICU protection. All right, back with you. We had a caller during the break. Wanted to know where a Duck got his information on unemployment and uh, people are still on unemployment, things of that nature. And you heard it on Fox News, right? Yes, I heard it the other afternoon on, on Sean Hannity. Okay. On I've Fox News. Got a story here from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Uh, did just a quick Google on it to follow it. And there's still 6 million people that are unemployed. Mm-hmm. 6 million. Yeah, and... and we went in Logan's the other day in Bryant. It's been about a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, to eat supper. We walk in there, and there's people standing in line to eat, and half the restaurant shut off. And I know Herman, and I, Herman come walk by. I said, what's the deal? You got people standing here and, and all these things. He said, I have three waitress and two cooks and me. Sure. You know. I went in to uh, it's a place in Jacksonville, and, and Dave might like this. It's called uh, Blade and Barrel. 
Blade and barrel. Yeah, you get a haircut or you can, it's a craft beer place and they serve yeah. food, pizza and stuff like that. So you can eat while you're getting your haircut? Well, yeah, they're separate, the rooms are separated, no. but, but you could go in. You could do that. I'm eating. Well, you, you could do that, but you know, what I'm saying is it's 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 a, it's a unique venue and, I, and, and the owner was in there, the brewer was in there, he's waiting on tables and I said, what are you doing? He said, well, I can't get nobody to work. So he's just the same way. He's he's a guy that owns the place. He's the brewer, and he's in there waiting on tables. Yeah. Okay. And and I said, well, what's fixed for that? And he said, I don't know. He said, I get a lot of applications, but I hire them. They never show up. I've done the same thing. Duck's done the same thing. Yeah, ma'am. If you just all they're wanting is that. To turn that in, yeah, so they, they got to turn it in so they can keep getting it. Uh, go to bls dot org. Okay, that's Bureau of Labor Statistics yeah. and, uh, hey, org. And Sean Handy, you know, and I, so I you know, and, and they need to get the unemployment rate right instead of just throwing up new claims. Yeah, but like there's three point two. Yeah, you know, employment. Or whatever, three twenty. Yeah, yeah not that's accurate. not it. That's not good. No. Well, the big thing is, and I'm I'm going to talk about this either end of this week or begin next week. Um, Congressman Hill and I have mentioned this several months ago, <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to say it again that as I watch what's going on right now, this is exactly what went on with Jimmy Carter. It, it's almost per you know them what's going on yeah and because you had the whole thing with stagflation is that yeah. word is now back in everybody's vocabulary interest again. rates 21 percent yeah economists said it would never happen again well we're there again exactly and we don't want to be there i'm just going to tell you and we'll get into it and i'll explain well. why but the other thing is you got all these law and order people that don't believe in law and order people, these district attorneys and stuff that won't bring charges against people that are breaking the law. And so now they worry about the people who are perpetuating the crime more than they do the, the victims. And I'm gonna, you watch. Culture is upstream from politics. Remember, I always talk about that. Culture is upstream. That means those movies that you see and stuff – they get out and they start percolating in the general community, and suddenly uh, the people start figuring this out, and now the politicians start figuring out because they want to get reelected, and you end up with movies like Dirty Harry came out during Carter, and Death Wish came out during Carter. These are, those are all about uh, the the perpetrators of crime getting better treatment than the victims did. Sure. You catch you catch one in Benton in a commercial building breaking into it, they write them a commercial burger ticket and give them a court date and send them on their way. I'm gonna get I'm gonna call over there and see if I can get somebody to talk about that. I bet you we don't, but I'm gonna try. All right. I'll call the whoever the prosecuting attorney is over there and Good luck with that. And see if, if they'll come on and I'm gonna say, you know, there's people that and it's not just you. I hear it from a oh, lot no. of different people. No, uh, they got in the city of Benton Street Department. They called a boy in there going through all the trucks the other morning. And, you know, basically they write him a ticket and give him a court date and send him on his way. Now, I'm wondering if part of that problem is is because the state legislature won't build a new prison or the, come up with new beds, and, and, and they're and, putting them in your all's jail. And I've asked the sheriff, you know, 
why can't we get them? He said, Don, I had no place to put them. That's, uh, the jail that, that is full. That part of my question already. Mm-hmm. The jail is full. I don't have no place to put them. And, and I understand his situation, and I understand, the, you know, the police situation because, you know, I, I know most of them boys that, that, you know, are the city of Benton and the sheriff department. And, you know, they look at me and they, and they shake their heads and said, we understand you how you feel about this. But there ain't nothing we can do about it. We're told unless you commit uh, murder, bank robbery, three or four different things is the only thing they can take them to jail for. All right. Then they got to turn somebody out so they can put somebody in. Well, I'm going to have Kim Hammer on Monday, uh, state senator. Ask him about it. And I'll talk to him about it. All right. I'll let him know that's one of the topics I'm going to talk to him about. Because I want to talk to him about 2023 and – there's several things that I'm hearing from uh, many of the state senators and state representatives, and they're they're coming out and uh, and saying, "Hey, we're going to deal with cutting the income tax. We're going to cut spending. Uh, we're looking at uh, you know schools and things of that nature." Well, that what you're talking about needs to be talked about as well, and that is, let's quit overloading our county and city jails with state. Uh, prisoners and put them in state facilities where they need to go to cost more money you want to cut i know you want to cut spending but they're you know one of the things the government's supposed to do is protect the public i caught one two people <laughs> three times dave never got them arrested i know i understand that we've talked about it many times we've talked about it on the show oh, i get have. i get very unhappy all right. Well, I can understand it. You got people out there, Duck, that say, well, that's just property. There's, what's so important about property? Yeah, when they take $6,000 out of your pocket because they've knocked windows out, they broke ignition switches out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's property. property. Yeah, it's just it's property. not their property, so that's they don't right. care. They don't care. It's not their property. That's right. They, they break into their house and start taking their stuff. They'd be screaming like, a, as my daddy would have said, they start screaming, screaming like, like a, a pig. stuck pig. Mm-hmm. No, a stuck pig. Yeah, we used to say screaming like a pig hung <laughs> underneath the gate. Oh, okay, same thing. Bottom line, pigs can get noisy. Just let you know. But speaking of, this friend of mine's got these three trucks, and they all three need death modules on them. They will not run. They'll run about a block, and then it comes in and shuts it off. Sure. Because the death system's not working. Even though... Everything is okay. It just the da- the gauge on the dash don't read, and so that that puts it in the limp mode and shutdown mode. So this guy's having to pay his employees to use their trucks to work out of because his trucks are sitting at the dealership. He called me yesterday. He was ranting. I said, "Hey, I, I don't know what to tell you. I got one sitting here needs one in it too. Been here for about a month and." And, you know, just a few of the things that your small businessman is dealing with. And there's some of you who think they're just greedy people. All right. Let's get to uh, Bill O'Reilly. We got to do that. And then we'll be back with Duck and Joe. We'll continue on now here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let's talk about Bumper to Bumper just a moment. Bumper to Bumper is the company been in business for 101 years who uh, make sure that this segment of the show keeps on going. 103. Oh, it's 103 now. Well, it was 1919. Oh, okay. And this is 22, so yeah, three years. 
Has it been three years since we celebrated yeah. the centennial? Yep. I didn't yeah. know that. No. Hey, Dave, they delivered yeah. with a horse and buggy. Yeah. They used to, not now. Yeah. Well, they if, may if gas keeps going up. If wow. you came, <laughs> right. If you came to our car show, you would have seen the 1919 Ford that yep. was parked there, the little parts truck. I was there. Yeah. The it, one that was at the front? Yeah, yeah. right there by the sign-in desk. Yeah. That's right. That was their uh, delivery vehicle. Cool. So anyway, the, the, you know, Bumper to Bumper are great folks. They're locally owned, and they got a big warehouse here, distribution center, and they got, I don't know, millions of dollars worth of parts in the building, and they got three or four other distribution centers all through the south and up Florida. In, yeah, it's 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 a big company, and it's growing, but they have been around for 100 years, and we see the family members all the time. You know, you can talk to them on the phone, and you just, if you have any trouble, you know who to call if you local parts manager or whoever's running the store if he has an issue he'll call the big boss you know it ain't no big deal right. and 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 they do quality parts at fair prices and that's our job to pass that on to our customers is a quality part at a fair price and they have the best delivery service that i've seen from anybody how about you duck yeah I, same way dickie I, I i deal with a jobber which is sure. independent on but same way with Dickie. They, if I need something, they're pretty well Johnny on the spot, you know, with it. And um, like yesterday, I, I'm I'm the genuine parts running guy right at the moment. My parts running guy had open heart surgery a week ago yesterday, which is doing great. Um, but yesterday, I was in North Little Rock, and Dickie called me and he said, "Where you at?" And I said, "I'm at Diamond picking up a part." He said, "I got a part for you laid out at the warehouse, and I got four parts for me laid out. Can you gather them?" I said, "Yeah." So I gather them up and drop them off, you know, his off to him. But they take excellent care of us, you know. All right. Yeah, bumper to bumper, keep it in mind. Uh, 24 months, 24,000 miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, warranty on parts unless you use a bumper to bumper credit card. And then it's three years, 36,000 miles. And, and speaking of that, Dave, Joe had a customer. He lived over by Joe's shop. He moved down, down to Haskell, and he called me one day, and he said, hey, Joe put an alternator on my car, and it's not working. Can you check it? And I said, yeah, come on up here. And so he come up here, and I called Joe, and he gave me, you know, where he bought it, you know, come from bumper to bumper. Mm-hmm. And he, I said, call this number, and he called the number, and they took right care of him, and they paid me to put another alternator on it, which the alternator was bad. But it, it was over a year old, so, you know. They took care of it. They, they took good care of him, and, they, and the guy appreciated it. I have no idea how many spark plugs have gone into my Acadia uh, that failed before their time. Well, we, we just had a run of bad ones there, and we changed yeah. brands, and that helps a lot. Yeah, does good now. All right, Absolutely. Steve is in Little Rock. He wants to talk to us. Hey, Steve, how are you? Hey, Steve. Great. How are you guys? We're good. Wonderful. What's your question? Good. I got a uh, 2022 Dodge with a 6.4 Hemi, and uh, we're not going to talk about fuel economy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have any, you know. Yeah. Um, but I just did my first oil change. The 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 dealer did it, and um, I read in my manual that it says there's a certain specification of oil that goes in this engine. It's a synthetic. Yes. Um, and I googled that oil under that specification, and bumper to bumper, the competition, no one has this oil. What year model truck is it? Twenty twenty two. Brand new. Oh. Yeah, twenty twenty two. It's got seven thousand miles on it. <clears throat> What what oil did they did it come in it? Because I hadn't I hadn't seen one yet. Um, I think it's like zero forty synthetic, but it specifically denotes 
oil with this specification. And, man, if you're going to ask me to remember that, I just... No, that's okay. There's so much stuff in there nowadays that you can't... Yeah. I can't even, you know, name them all, but... uh, yeah, whatever it tells you to put in it, make sure you put it back in it, and and it'll be out on the market shortly. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't want to throw this out, but I'm going to say it. I am everything I got, I run Amsoil in. Yes, sir. But I talked to the tech guy at Amsoil, and he said, "Mr. Hardiman, we have nothing for you." Exactly. Yeah, he said we have nothing, and um, so and I went to all the other major brands, and no one has that oil specific. So I'm wondering, what is the dealership putting there? Because I know Landers don't own a, a refinery. No, but no, but no. they buy it through Dodge, and Dodge makes it for them. Dodge, Dodge don't make no oil. No, Dodge. they don't make no oil, but they yeah, got people yeah. to make it for them. Yeah, if their specifications, and then they want to keep that as 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 you know to, in their house as much as they can. But I promise yeah. you, Mobile some oil company it makes it. It, and it's coming, and it'll be out there. If it's a 2022, I guarantee yeah. you, but probably before the end of this year, yeah, it'll be out. It'll be out there, okay? Well, in, in, you Thanks, Kat. Y'all have a great day. You right. too. Appreciate you. your call. Yeah, and, and let's go back to what you said to him, Duck, immediately. Don't put any other kind of oil in. No, put important. the oil that comes in that specific truck. Because, because if you don't, it has to meet or exceed those specifications. And if you don't, you'll wind up with lifter problems. You'll wind up with you'll wind up with problems. no warranty. Yes, and That's if correct. you and if you go into the Dodge place and you don't have proof where you put this oil in it, your warranty's void. Well, what what we're talking about here is is Chrysler, Ford, and Nissan, Toyota. Everybody does their own things when these engines are designed and built. There's specific oil for specific reasons weights the whether it's a any zero weight oil is a full synthetic they yes. can't make a conventional oil this is zero weight so but they put little additives in it that they think that motor needs and that's what they want you to run yes and if you don't do that you're going to be in trouble but the biggest thing about it is Chrysler, Dodge, don't make no oil. No, neither the General Motors. They neither. they said this is the spec oil we want, and they put that out there for bid. Guess who gets to bid? The lowest one. That's right. It's, it, that's the way the economy works. So somebody's building it for them. It's either, you know, uh, Shell, Exxon, Mobil. Somebody's building it for yes. them, and then they're going to come out with their own version of it. It's only a matter of time. Well, it's like uh, this Transcend. Transcend is a fully synthetic for... Allison Automatic Transmission. Yeah. If you go over to a place here in, in Little Rock, you can buy it. It's genuine Transcend in a black bottle with a white sticker on it. It's about $90 a gallon. Mm-hmm. I can buy it through my supplier, which makes it for Allison mm-hmm. for like $40 a gallon. Yeah. It's in the same bottle and everything, just got a different sticker on it. Well, somebody makes that for them, and they put yeah. their. Yeah, you know, I, I, I give you. I tell you, I, I give you a story. I think I've told this story before, Dave. Yeah, that's all right. I was noticing years and years and years ago when I worked at the Ford dealership. Okay. Right. Then I would open up a bottle of Motorcraft oil. Now that, I'm going to tell you, this was back when you had to use a church key to pop top on it. Yep. Okay. I would pour that oil in, and one time I'd be, and there'd be six quarts of oil, eight quarts of oil there. One of them, when it come out of there, looked kind of yellowish tint. The other one looked like a greenish tint. So it's in the same bottle, the same container. Everything's the same, but the color of the oil inside was slightly different. 
and we're going back to where this was like uh, before multi-grade oils. Okay. All right. So I'm putting in 30 weight, okay? Well, one day I'm sitting there at the parts counter, and I see this big truck pull up. It's got Quaker State on it. Out of the back of this truck, they're unloading cases of Motorcraft oil. Mm-hmm. Okay? Next time a truck pulls up, it's got pins oil on it. It's unloading cases of Motorcraft oil. So that, that they, they buy that, and this is our spec. Meet this spec when can it, put it in our bottle. Right. With our label, and we'll buy that from you. That's how that works. It ain't changed a bit, Dave. To still to this day. The, the, the people that manufacture these cars do not make lubrication products. No, somebody makes it for them. They want a specific spec on it, and somebody makes it for them. We've talked about yeah. this about tires. Yes. Same thing. It's exactly the same thing. I mean, Goodyear makes tires f- to fit on all brands of cars, doesn't? and so does... Uh, I don't. I don't even know if uh, Hoosier tires are still around or not. I heard. I thought I heard they got uh, bought out. Uh, they're probably still in some racing areas and stuff. But but you got Cooper. You know you got Hankook, uh, Continental. I mean, but you know specific. I've got size those. Tires. I've got those South Korean tires on my car. I've got a Hankook. That's what I got. Well, some of them are. They got. They've got plants here in the U.S. They now, do too. good. Yeah. Yes, they do good. All right, 745, let's get a break. And when we come back, I got a question. I like this one. Uh, Rhea has got a, uh, a Lexus, a 2003 Lexus. I want to take her question on because you may have had a taillight burnout on your Lexus. And she found out it's not as easy to change the bulb as she thought it might be. We'll talk about that when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Also want to talk to you about East End Towing, what they can do for you. They can come out in whatever situation you find yourself in as far as on the side of the road. They can deal with it. They can get you off the side of the road, take you where you want to go. Also, I've seen their pickups driving around, which is road service pickups. And, uh, you know, they come around maybe bring a battery if you need one or change a tire if you need a tire change they do it all at east end towing all you have to do is call them 501-888-8849 that's 501-888-8849 all right ria sent us a question and it's for a 2003 lexus an rx 300 <coughs> six cylinder three liter engine 3.0 liter uh, I need advice on how to replace the inner taillight <laughs> bulb passenger side on my 2003 Lexus RX 300. This was not as easy as I thought. I thought it was as simple as replacing the brake light. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, some of them, Dave, the bulbs, you have to take the covers off the back of them, and then you have to go in there and retrieve the small bulb out of the inside. They're not that easy. Sometimes the access point to get to them is very difficult. Sometimes you have to take the lens out and put it on the bench. Uh, I, I don't have an easy answer for other than, you know, and to remove the lens sometimes, bumper covers got to come off, headlight bulbs, taillight yep. bulbs, even the Cyclops bulbs in the back. They're not that simple anymore, are they, Doug? Yeah, and we had a guy come by the other day with a Chevrolet truck, and he said, I bought these headlights. I got a left headlight out, but I want to replace both of them. He said, what happened to the pin you pull and, and turn the headlight out? I said, yeah, they don't do that no more. <laughs> takes about two hours to put headlight bulbs in it. Yeah. Well, I know my Acadia is difficult, but I'm, I'm 
I'm trying to think who it was that worked on the car last time, and he figured out Travis. Travis, yeah, he can get his hand up there, and and he can change the bulb, and Without it saves me an hour. Yeah, because it's got to. You got to take the bumper off if you don't yeah. do it that way. Yeah, it's crazy. And used to back, you know, in like uh, 2000, 2001, 2002, and three, you had a pin up there. You pull the pin out, headlight slid out. Mm-hmm. Put the bulbs in it. Put you know, stick it back up and put the pin in it. And three or four minutes, you can put you know four headlights in it or two headlights in it and send them on their way. Well, you remember when you could just open up the hood? Yeah, that was, reach behind and unscrew the thing. Yeah, we on stopped the back. all that. <laughs> all the only thing you had to remember is. Don't touch the bulb. Yep. That's right. Keep you keep you greasy fingers fingerprints. off of it. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. There's so. there's one of these two, Dave, on here. Let me get back over to it. It's in the middle. It was a uh where did I see it at on here? What was it about? Uh it's Tory. It's a two thousand nine Kia Sorrento. Okay. And here's the question she's got for us. When I'm stopped at a light or something, the car shakes a little, and when I let off the brake and go, it stops shaking also. If I'm running the AC and I stop at a light or something, <laughs> I like that or a light or something, I can't feel the shaking at all. So any help on what might be wrong is appreciated. This is a typical kind of question they get, all right? I mean, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of information there, to be honest. Go ahead. In she starts off with one problem, then she ends up with a different problem, don't she, Joe? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, because it says, why my car shake, shakes when I'm stopping. That's because yeah. you need brake rotors on the front of it. Oh, okay. Why it's shaking when she stopped, it's got a bad mount. Yeah, and when she's sitting at a red light with a foot on the brake, the motor rocks over a little bit because the mount's bad, and mm-hmm. it's shaking in. Yep. All right. You're exactly right, Doc. So you got two problems there that need yeah. to be fixed. Yeah, she got two two questions. That's That's why I wanted to read, you know, uh, because she had two different problems to solve the problem, you got to do a brake job with rotors on it, and most likely you're going to have to have front motor mount on it. That would be a problem for the tech that's working on it if he hadn't he hadn't done his due diligence and said, "Well, let's go for a ride. Show yes. me what you're talking about." Because if he had went and drove it and felt the brake rotors pulsating when she's stopping, he would have told her that and said, "This will fix that." Yeah. Then when she picked it up and brought it back, said, "Well, it still shakes when I'm sitting still." Then you're back to, well, I, well, I didn't, and they're going to say, you didn't fix my complaint. And yeah. it's a communication thing, isn't it, Doug? Exactly. And and that's why I, I was wanting to read the question, because she starts out with one problem, and then right in the middle, she switches over to, well, when I'm sitting at the red light with my air conditioner on, it shakes, too. That's two totally different problems. Okay. So but, you got two things the, that need to be fixed. The customer complaint is, it's shaking. Yeah, when I apply right. the brakes. That's it. Yeah, they don't differentiate why it might be shaking or when it might be shaking. That's correct. They think it's all together. Okay. Hey, Rebecca sent us a question about a 99 Ford Explorer Sport 6-cylinder 4-liter. My passenger door is locked shut and the lock will not disengage. How do I get the door working again? The door will not unlock by key or lock unlock buttons nor can I unlock it by pulling up the door actuator. Well, to get that door open, that's a complicated situation. Exactly. The door panel has come off with the door closed. Oh, okay. And that's not that simple to do. No. 
but it can be done, and, and we do it all the time, but this is not something she can tackle. She needs to be at a bumper-to-bumper certified service center and have them remove the door panel because most likely the actuator rod has come off or over there in the latch or something mechanism is messed up. Broke. I never got into that stuff, even back in the day. I hate it to have to get in to work on, you know, like when your window would fall down mm-hmm. and it got you knew it was off track. Yeah. But I didn't want to get in there and have to deal with it. It was a three-hour job for me. I take it somewhere where they can do it, and they do it in 30 minutes. Well, oh, pulling a door panel off with the door closed is not a simple job. Yeah, and you got to be real careful because don't you bust it. That's mm-hmm. correct. And them things, even though it looks like a piece of plastic and you think, well, they can't be that bad expensive, mm-hmm. <laughs> they some of them out there in 4 and 5 and $600. Well, it, back in the day, you'd take the, the, the door panel off, and there was all kind of plastic clips on it. Oh, and they're still on there today. Oh, yeah. they're still there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Then I don't want to mess with it now. Then. Some of them, <laughs> you, you set up the door panel on there, and the top half of it's got, like, hooks. And it hooks down, and the bottom half snaps in to hold the hooks down. So if you had that door closed, just two things you got to do is get the bottom half unclipped and then push the door panel up enough to unhook the hooks. I'm just telling you. Typical. It, it was it? a hassle. Oh, yeah. It was really a hassle. So, Dave, do one. Which one? Uh, what's do, do the Jeff guy got the 2000 Chevrolet Silverado. Okay, where is it at? It's on the third page, I think it is. Okay, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. It's right where we done the one about the brake shaking. Oh, Jeff, okay. 2000 Chevy Silverado, 1500. Got four minutes here, guys. Uh, I have replaced the plugs, the plug wires, the coil packs, and the knock sensors and harness for the knock sensors. I keep getting a random misfire code. So what do you think, Joe? Well, (laughs) he's been working on it, and he hasn't fixed it yet. What I think is he's failed to test it, okay? Exactly. It's a 2000 model, and I'm going to say two things I would do right off the bat. One, I would look at the fuel management on it see how it's burning if i seen a problem there i would probably have the plugs back out of that and i would clear this engine mechanically wouldn't you do exactly see they may have a burnt valve low compression i don't care how many electronics put on there and if 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 it didn't have that i looked at fuel management one side is going to be leaner then the other side and that side has probably got an injector that's just partially and, stopped it. and we caught one of these oh it's been about two months ago russell caught one and it wind up, the intake was cracked on it. Had a vacuum leak. And it had, and you couldn't hear it until they messed with it, and they finally smoked it. And cracked Found with it. about a half inch long on the back yeah. runner. Yeah. All right. Put intake on it, and the guy had no more trouble out of it. He tell you guys this, but we got to stop. Okay. It's always fun to do Thank this. Thank you, Dave. Always fun to do this. Thank you, Duck, for coming in. Thank you, Joe. Yes, sir. For coming in as well. And uh, they'll be back with us again next Thursday. If you ever have a car problem, uh, here, Duck, what's your phone number? Five. There you go. Five. Five. Oh. Hey, she's got you. 501-778-2886 and speak to Russell or Ashley or Blake and... But know that you may I'm be behind. as much as three weeks behind. If it's something small, I can get you in within two or three days. Okay. But if it's something seven, eight, ten hours to do it, yeah, you're looking at two weeks to three weeks. All right. Joe? 
Area code 501-753-4685. Call the office, talk to staff for CC, and they'll set you up an appointment. All right. You'll be taken care of. I'll just let you know that. Bumper-to-bumper service centers. All right. They do a good job for you. All right. I got to get out of the way. I'll be back at 9 o'clock, and uh, Pat Davis will be with us. We'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, health care and health insurance and all that. But I got to get out of the way. Kim Hammer is waiting to get in here and do some work here on the uh, in the station. Uh, not for the Dave Ellswick Show, but for the Kim Hammer Show. Talk. Moving to the 9 o'clock hour, I'm Dave Ellswick, back with you after we took about a one-hour respite and then came back, and I, I, I came back from, uh, you know, getting a drink of water, and suddenly I had all these people following me, <laughs> and I didn't know what was going on. No, I'm, Pat Davis is here today, and, you know, I, I get Pat on, and I, I'm going to start talking you with you first, Pat, all right, because I got specific questions that i've been asked that i want you to address okay. all right and then you got Corey here and you got josh here and you want them to talk as well today right yep. so we want to do that so let's move you up he just came back he's he's all excited because he just came back from vacation and he's asking me like look at that a mount vernon t-shirt on and have you you know we went there and that was a great and i said yeah I know the people that run that place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you my joke sometime about, yeah, everybody knows who Dave Ellswick is. I'll have to tell you that story. But, no, it's a, it's a joke. <laughs> it's a joke. But I, I've been doing talk for nearly 32 years. So I know a lot of different people have been to different places. Uh, in the schools, the high schools of Little Rock, I don't know if they're still being displayed or not. But back about 2004, we collected money from the listeners, and we put a picture of George Washington in every high school library. And I'm not talking about the little ones that you and I remember was in every classroom when we went to school, elementary school and whatever. These are the The big big ones. The one one that you see in my office. Yeah. And each of those was 500 and something dollars and my listeners made sure they went to high school i'd be interested to see if they're still there probably not because he was a slave owner you know yeah that's what the left always wants to bring up he was a, he just put together this whole nation yeah. and did it and did it in the way that it should have been done and they wanted to make him king and he said no right that's right he left after four years as, as uh, uh, or eight years after president, and uh, he followed the rules that he himself helped write. So what can I say? Yeah, Enough right. about that. Let's talk about health insurance because people want to save money on health insurance. That's right. Okay. So let me ask this question because this is what everybody asks me. I mention here it doesn't matter who your provider is, right? 
that you can work with them and help them not have to 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 pay copays or these huge deductibles and stuff. How do you do that? What's your secret sauce, so to speak, for this that other people are not selling to their customers? Yeah. Well, I think people have known. First, thanks for having me on. And and I have my son-in-law, Corey Townsend, with me and my son, Josh Davis, with me today. And um, they're part of my team. My team is growing, and we're able to help you know, a lot of people, small businesses have kind of become a focus of ours. Um, one of the things that I like to people to know is that when it, when you look at health insurance, everyone knows, or just health in general, the healthcare system, I think everybody pretty much knows there's a lot of abuse that goes on in the system. And what we do is we teach people that rather than having an insurance company control everything, we help you work with smaller, what we call boutique insurance companies that basically put you in control and allow you to make decisions that are going to be best for your health care. So here's a good example. We even run ads. Some of you are listening may have heard some of our ads like this. And one of them is with Josh and Corey. Hey, I just got this pen and, you know, it was a dollar and I'm going to go sell it for $350. And of course, like, hey, that see how that works out for you. Well, that's what happens with healthcare. I get an injection done in the hospital. It costs the hospital seventy-five cents, and they bill the insurance three hundred and sixty dollars. I can show you or, a copy of get, where they build Blue Cross, $360, and they're going to pay it. The client feels like, man, I've, I had a $100,000 bill, and I only had to pay my, seven, my deductible or whatever it might be, $5,000, $2,000. And that's another tw- thing. People 20, are really – 20%. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people are very ignorant of that part right there, that you got a 20%. And then if you go out of network, you might have 50%. Or in some cases, it's exact. Like, it's a crazy amount. It's unknown. So what we do is we say, look, why give benefit to the insurance company when we can turn around and give that and and middlemen, because there's a bunch of middlemen in this business. Why don't we give that to our clients instead? So I have a client. Her husband fights her so hard. You cannot get rid of that Ambetter policy. You've got to keep that big-name company policy. And she said, I don't like it. I have too many, you know, you only got this much for a deductible. Yeah, but my out-of-pocket max is like $7,000 or ten or whatever it is. And so she gets on my plan. She has knee surgery. Her fake bill was $45,000. Her discounted bill within our network was $3,000, and we paid ten. So she got a check for $6,750. Now, listeners, have you ever received a check after you got your health care done? That's a $17,000 swing between what she had and what we put her in. And, and, and I have this happen all the time. Corey and Josh have it happen all the time. People screenshot us copies of the checks that they get when they go to the doctor. Steve from our sister station, The Fish, right? Uh, Steve Marston, he's one of my clients. He has all these different checks that he shows people. Um, you know, he was like, Pat, I was so, you know, 
I'm thinking that's too good to be true, and we hear that more than anything. Yeah. But our our big our passionate plea today is we want people who have small businesses to call us to give us an opportunity to show them what we can do. Because here's what's happening: year after year after year, we have increases in prices and different things like that. And and so what happens? The deductible goes up, 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 and the price goes up, 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 or the deductible just keeps going up to try and keep the price manageable, but I'm saying confidently in three or four years, unless there's change and unless something like what we do, which is a revolution in this industry, happens, there's going to be a lot of people who are not going to be able to offer insurance for their employees. I'm 100% convinced of that because there's only so many moving parts. Well, R.D. Hopper is somebody who's on my show constantly, all right? And he owns Sonny's. Uh, a lot of people know about Sonny's. Right. right. If you need a part, I, I tend to have those parts put on my car. And and he has said, you know, that uh, it's getting to the point that he doesn't know how much longer he's going to be able to offer insurance to yep. his employees. Yeah. Yeah, and what happens is they, they go to Buclos, and then they go to Call Choice, and then they go to whatever, and then whatever, and they just keep going back and forth, and we're like, hey, we're brokers, we can offer all these different plans, but they all have the same model. And then not only that, but then, I'll give you an example, we've got a client who's a client right here of Salem, and we said, hey, we can save you money, and we can do this, and they were able to not only provide the, um, you know, a, a reduced amount or paying part of the premium for their employees they're paying the whole premium for their employees now and now they're being able to add their families on so we're doing a lot of stuff i'm just telling you if 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 you're not a business owner you need to get hold of us anyway because we're probably gonna be able to save you money and if you have never got a check when you go to the doctor call us what do you got to lose right but if you're a small business owner we're talking about maybe 35 40 employees or less five to 15 employees perfect we help them all the time and we want to help more business owners Put that hard-earned money back in their pocket. We're saving businesses tens of thousands of dollars a year. All right. We've got to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to have Pat tell a story real fast when we come back, and then we're going to get uh, Corey and Josh involved in this. And that is you had somebody who went with you, and he told you that I think you had saved him like Fifteen or $20,000 the first year that, that uh, had gotten hold of you. We'll talk about that. Uh, stay, stick with us. You want to save some money, this is what I do. I try to bring people on that can really save you money, and Pat Davis is one of those people that can. Everybody wants good health insurance. He sells good health insurance, but he sells you good health uh, insurance that is reasonable and makes sense. Uh, if you want to call Pat, you can do that at 501-605-60. i got to get my, my eyesight's going here. 605-6935 or go to Your Health Plan Man. That's what everybody affectionately knows him by, yourhealthplanman.com. All right, so I, I told you I was going to have uh, uh, Pat tell you about uh, a company who saved a lot of money. 
uh, dealing with his business. And you said it was like five grand or something? Well, that was an individual. I know what okay. you're talking about. He okay. is a business owner, but we did have a company, and I think we figured out we saved him about 20 grand. That's what I'm yeah. talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're right, buddy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a fact. And I don't know how much we're saving this other company we just did a policy for. But, but one thing that um, these guys are going to share a little bit, my son Josh and my son-in-law Corey um, are going to share a little bit, is how purposely insurance agents keep their clients ignorant about the law, about small business law and stuff like that, because it's the only reason in my mind it's called brainwashing is the only reason why someone's going to keep a plan i'm going to spend twenty thousand dollars more this next year for my company's health insurance because why (laughs) i'm a very smart person i care about my employees but why would i want to pay twenty thousand dollars or ten thousand or whatever more which i can keep in my pocket i can put it back in my pocket absolutely so Mm -hmm. Call us, text us. Just gotta gotta do this. So. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. I'm, I've told Pat this a number of times when, when he's not on the air, that I'm I'm stunned that their phones aren't just melting down. Ah, me too. Because uh, if you want to save some money, this is the way you do it. Now I'm just waiting for Pat to figure out a way for a person like me that now is on Medicare <laughs> and uh, can can use this and. You know what? I don't mind if I save the government some money. I got I I see the bills, all right? They send the bills to me yeah. and supposedly I'm supposed to be smart enough to know that whatever the doctors charging me is is a real price that I yeah. I don't I don't have a freaking clue, okay? Yeah. I don't. Yep. All right? I'm not going to call Medicare and say, I think there's fraud here. Uh, I know that two centimeters of skin was removed off of a part of my body, and it cost $649. Yeah. Now, I wonder. You know, I make me wonder. And but you know, You're I a valuable guy, Dave. Your skin's a, worth that I much. Guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just wonder about it. So let me start with Josh, since he's your son, all right? And the apple usually doesn't fall far from the tree, or that's what I've heard. That's all true. Right? That's so true. Let me let me let me ask Josh. What are some of the big things that small businesses need to take into consideration, Josh? I, th- I think the biggest thing they have to take into consideration is can I afford to keep paying? You know, like my dad was talking about, the deductibles are going up, uh, the premiums are going up. Can I afford to keep paying that money every year for my employees? But when they talk and, to other insurance agencies, not to you, but to others, they say that that's what it's just going to cost, you know? Right. But yeah. you guys say, no, let me show you how we do this. Well, you know, we do it a different way, and it saves a lot of money. Exactly. Well, are they stunned when you can, you know, you, you get out? Do you have, like, do you wear the little visor and get the green lamp and set it down on their desk and <laughs> get a get a pencil and, and a paper and start writing down, you know, figures for them <laughs> so they can see? I mean, how much money you can save? Yeah, we do actually. We do actually put all those numbers right in front of them so they can see what they're going to save. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the key. Numbers yeah. don't lie. Right. You know, uh, as I always say, figures don't lie, but you know, some people who figure do. Right. Yeah, you know, that's just that's <laughs> the, way, the way they they are. But uh, talk a little bit, you know, yeah. to me here, uh, so you know, Corey. I think 
the biggest thing, like even what Josh was talking about, just showing people. I mean, I don't, I, and I, and I, I want to be careful how I say this, but you know, there's a lot of agents that prey on people's ignorance. You know, it's like that's it, pretty clear. I mean, it's it's, <laughs> I, I, it's like going to the car lot and thinking the guy that's selling you a car is yeah. your friend that he actually likes you or something. Yeah, <laughs> like he's, no, he just wants to, to sell a car. That's exactly right. At, at, that makes him the most money. And I've read the emails. Like you know, we've some of the small groups they've sent us the emails that the other brokers have sent them, and um, and they don't. They're very careful what they say. I mean, it's kind of a gift to to compose an email where they try not to lie, but they really don't want to be you know completely honest with you. And um, we're just open and honest with people, it, transparent almost to a fault. Um, yeah. Because here's the thing, and and I, I'll say it on the radio. It doesn't it doesn't hurt my feelings. Like I'm not scared, you know. But people think that they have to have insurance. Like, if I own a company and I have under 50 employees, I don't have to provide insurance for those employees. No, by, by law. By law. And, Thank and, you, President Trump. Yes. And, and that, that, that is put in place. But the, but the truth is, is most individuals, most small business owners don't realize that. They don't understand that. They're afraid they're going to get penalized. And here's the thing. Their brokers aren't helping them realize that. And even to the point where some of the, the agents, their counter to try to keep the business with them and them not come over to us, they even say things, is it an ACA plan? Is it this? Is all that stuff? And then the business owners we're working with, they start getting fearful. And it's like, okay, wait. And you and you got to be careful because you don't want to get into a back and forth thing. And But we just tell people. I mean, to the point of we're like, listen, you don't have to have insurance. Now, when I tell that small business owner that, they could say, well, why am I talking to you? Why am I doing business with you? And I take that chance. We take that chance yes. all the time every because we're going to be honest with them. Well, we're here's what I think know. you want to be honest with them because most people give insurance not because they have to, right. because I think people use it as a methodology to get the best to come work for them. Yes. Yeah. Exactly right. So we're appealing to the good nature that we trust that they have for their employees rather than thinking we have to manipulate them into getting, them, getting a sell out of them. Right. And so – and we've just done it time and time and time again. And we just have to have that, uh, that conversation. You know, this last small group that we brought on, I probably lost a couple hours of my life just education, 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 education. And I had, she had to unlearn all the things that she thought she had to do. And, you know, and we still got the deal. You know, we still, we still were able to help them help their employees. And so I, I think at the end of the day, like, that's, that's the big deal. You know, we... That's what separates us from the pack. You know, right. I'm, I'm not going. We, we had the conversation on the way up here today. You know, I'm not going to misrepresent anything or or use any form of manipulation. I'm going to educate and empower people to make the right decision because I believe that at the end of the day, if I do people right and if and, and if I educate, then even if I miss the sell today, even if they make a different decision today, they're going to come back around because people know. Regardless of what salesmen think, <laughs> people know when they got sold. They may not know it in the instant, but they're gonna once they get home and they have time to think about it. Once 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 reality buyer's remorse. Yeah, they're gonna know <clears throat> at the end of the day that they got sold on something. So I just think that that's a big part of it, you know. And, and we show people that we show people the prices, but we also give them the transparency and the education um, to let them feel empowered by the decision they're making. And I think that's a big deal. Yeah, and we pull stuff off the table all the time if we don't think it's in the best interest. And we're talking about businesses, but we want to stress we help.
help individuals, oh, couples, yeah. well, families. We talk about that a lot. It's our passion. But we wanted to zero in on small business Absolutely. today because... They're getting Look, ripped off, I Dave. I hear it. I hear it from small businessmen all the time. Yeah. Everybody knows that I, I talk about small business. It's the backbone of this country, and it bothers me that they want to do their workers a good deal, and it ends up either costing them money or the people who work for them money. Yeah. And the, the, the way it really costs their workers is if – the, the small businessman can't offer them insurance, yep. so that forces them out on into the market that the government has set up. Yep, yep that's, that's right. Exactly right. You know, and do we have another minute or so? Yeah. Okay, so uh, one of my biggest frustrations is what we're doing right now and talking about with inflation and gas prices and things like that, but I don't see anyone going back and firing their insurance company because they've had way more increases than gas prices over the last three four five years they go up 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 every single year and yet they just keep going back to them and think oh man they're so good to me and why have they been good because you have a car or even a house in some situations that you've thrown away in the event that something really crazy might happen and they've scared you into having that and like Corey said this is something people don't even realize you don't even have to have health insurance anymore in our country it's the law that backs that but smart people prudent people know that if something happens you, you better have a policy in place mm-hmm. because you don't know what could result if you yeah. don't. do you remember under obama that if you didn't have health insurance you paid a penalty you got right. penalized i yep. mean do you remember i, I know that's I hard it's hard for people to remember this because so many things have been thrown at us over the last that's few right. years that's the right the bottom line is you were that you do do your uh, your uh, taxes, and you better yep. have a a sheet that shows you you had health insurance. Right. If you yep. didn't, you got hit. And the other side of that, Dave, I went through. My wife and I went through. Is as your income grows, you're going to get fined. So all kinds of people are getting subsidies right now from the government, thinking, "Oh, I got this low premium. It's going to cost you." Keep that thought. We'll come back talk about it. We got Pat Davis. We've got his son-in-law and his son here right now. It's a small business I'm in, is what I'm telling you, Pat. Yeah. It's a small business. Oh, with that said, uh, Pat was going to pass on some information, and I had to cut him off. Go ahead, Pat. Uh, Yeah, we, my wife and I had uh, a plan with Obamacare, and our premiums just kept going up. Some years we got penalized, this happened, whatever else, and... It, it's just, I'm telling you, they appeal to people all the time. I watch sporting events, and they're advertising these cheap health plans through the government and yeah. whatever. And and then the government has the audacity to say it's Putin's fault and it's everybody else's fault for all what's going on with inflation and whatever. It's just not true. You can't give away the farm and then not have problems with pricing in, every, in other areas. And this is what's happening in our country. Yep. And I'm very passionate about it. I take hits from friends on Facebook over it because it's a big deal to me. We are making some really dumb decisions fiscally. And one of them is by providing health care. I know a guy in Chicago, he's paying $67 a month for his health insurance, and he makes $97,000 a year. That's insane. 
if I'm making 97000 a year, I can pay for my own health insurance. But we got people that are making a lot less than that, and they're getting their whole premium paid or whatever. I'm telling you, this administration, these people who are making these rules are not going to be staying around forever. I'm convinced of that. And when the next group of people come in, they are going to gut this stuff. I believe it because people that have a, a, a good brain know you can't give everything away for free and not pay a price for that. And sustain it. Well, and sustain yeah. it. So you're going to, if you're getting a subsidy, a huge subsidy from the government right now, you can plan on what happened to my wife and I. You are going to get fined. You're going to get taxed. It's just a matter of time. All right. So, Josh, pass on to the listeners. People still are yeah. asking you about how much money will I have to pay to the mm-hmm. government if I don't have whatever right. kind of insurance. Yeah, they ask me all the time, you know, I'm going to have to pay a penalty, right? And I'm like, no, that's been, you know, done away with for four years now or longer than that. So, yeah, it's crazy. But people just aren't educated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, President Trump got rid of that. The yeah. mandate. Along with the Republicans. All right. right. They, got, they got rid of that. And uh, it saved the people a lot of money. Yeah. It really yeah. did. But but sadly, the the what Pat was talking about to just circle back to that a little bit, you know, it, it's still hey Jen. yeah, it's still causing yeah right. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was just going to peppermint uh, yeah. patty there. Yeah. <laughs> it's still causing problems. It's still causing issues. Um, I mean, I, the I, t- the last two people that I spoke with, um, and they're both moving forward, getting plans with me. They're they're both like, look, they had insurance through their current employers, but they they're they're like listen i don't know what happened my deductible was like four thousand dollars you know which i thought was high but now this year it's eight thousand dollars and i'm like crap and it doubled and it's earlier to just what pat was saying it this is really happening and Mm -hmm. they're deciding to move off of a, a, a group plan with their employment because he's like what's the point of even having this insurance yeah my employer's paying all the premium or a bulk of the premium a chunk of it but Everything goes towards the deductible, and it's $8,000. He's like, so it's like not having insurance. Yeah. I said, you're right. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it's like. So it's that is still happening, even though it's been defunded for yeah. the, you know, the, the, the groups under 50 and the individuals. The ugly plan is still in place. It's still driving up cost. And so everybody that actually has insurance is still getting more expensive. And they're just – the brokers don't know what to do. They know if they allow the premium to go up – or just ride out and do what it's going to do, that they're going to lose the business. So the only right. thing they can do to keep it stable and keep business increase is increase the uh, deductible. Increase the deductible over yep. and over and over again. And it's at that point, if that if your deductible is eight grand, what's your out, max out of pocket? Sixteen. Yeah, you never 20? know what it's going to be. What, what, what's your max out of pocket at that point? Yeah. So you go on a you go on a date, blind date, and you show up, and this person, you can tell they have the worst attitude you've ever seen. It is the ugliest attitude, and then all of a sudden they start ordering all of the most expensive food on the menu. You think there's going to be a second date? You've got ugly and expensive now, <laughs> and that's what you've got with health care in our country. With the insurance plans, it's becoming more and more ugly and more and more expensive. And we're saying, reel it in. I'll tell you one of the cool things. These guys will attest to this. I, I think one of them was Josh's, and I think one was Corey's clients that 
uh, they're, they're our individual client, and they went to their employer and told them about our insurance, and they oh, yeah. kind of basically came around and they're like, we need to talk about providing your insurance for all of our employees. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have that happen more and more all the time. But, you know, I, I, it, I think it's real important, because Corey made a comment when we were kind of at break, and that is that, I don't know that the agents are just trying to lie to people, but they're not telling the whole truth. Yeah, it's like I'm going to go to mom, I'm, mom and dad. I'm going to Jan, Johnny's house, and we're going to hang out. Well, in the process of it, my girlfriend's going to be there, or I'm going to stop at her house on the way. <laughs> Have I told the whole truth? My father. This is what happens all of the time. Me, my father already said to me, "You know, if you're telling me a lie, just a bald face lie, it's no different." this way either if you're leaving stuff out because you know that i'm going to tell you no yeah you yeah know, you yeah. leave stuff up he says you're you're as he, he he taught me there's sins of commission and omission and omission yeah, yeah. all right and if you don't tell all the truth you're still not telling the truth yeah and Corey yeah. made the comment that i agree with and, and we always tell our clients this or we may not always tell them but i think they know this is that we're we're honest to a fault. Yeah. We really are, you know, because we, if that's a possible thing, we tell people the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. When you talk to most insurance agents, they're going to give you the good, the good, and the good. They're not going to give you the bad, and they're sure not going to give you the ugly. They're not going to tell you that if you go to a hospital and you end up in a different hospital that's out of the network that you might pay twice as much for your out-of-pocket. They'll never tell you that. Yeah, just because but, you didn't call them and ask them if it was all right. Well, you you can't. If you're in a hospital and you're in a coma and they move you to another hospital or, or you're in a situation where you don't really have a, a say in the matter, but that's only one element. There's a lot of different things. But with ours, if you're in a hospital and you end up in a non-network hospital, all you can do is lose a discount. We're not going to double anything. Yeah. And, and one of the coolest things about our plans, benefit. yeah, you're not losing benefit. We have no co-pays ever. And we only have a deductible if you're admitted in the hospital overnight. So if you have, let's say you have a Blue Cross plan, and I'm not picking on anybody. I'm not disparaging any company. It's just the reality of how major medical plans work. You're going to have your deductible, and you're going to have to pay your out-of-pocket max. If it's a surgery, you still will. With ours, if it's not an overnight stay in the hospital, you have no deductible. Yeah. We're going to put our money on the table, and I like to look at it like going to a casino. They hand you five grand in, in house money, and they say, hey, have fun. If you have money left over, you can walk away and keep it. It's like that. If you go to the doctor and you have money left over after we pay your bill, then you get to keep it. And I'm not saying that you got to go and pay cash and get reimbursed. You don't have to do that. You can, but we show our card sometimes. We pay cash sometimes. It's great to be able to have that freedom. And I got a client last year that came to me specifically because his insurance said they would not pay for a CT scan that his doctor said he really needed to get. It's managed care. That's called managed care. And why is this happening? Because the philosophy of our government is no matter how big the expenses get, they have to be covered. Our philosophy is there's bonfires out there. Let's get the matches, and let's take the matches away from the people who are starting those fires. Because then you don't have these massive increases all the time with 
health insurance and other things because the health care itself doesn't always go up that way. When I was born in 1958, it was roughly, I'm not making this up, about $27 billion for the entire health care of all America. Today, it's $3.7 trillion with a T. That says it all. I mean, it really does. All right. Got to get a break in. Final break for this hour. It's going fast. I know that you're listening and you're you're hearing the stories. You're hearing the information. Here is your opportunity. If you call this number, whether you're an individual or you're a business, you can talk to somebody and they can tell you how this program can work for you. 501-605-6935. Look, I can do it even like Joe Namath. Call this number right now, 501-605-6935, and see how we can save you money in your health insurance. It's the Dave Ellswick Show, back with your final break in just a moment. Hey, by the way, Kim Hammer will be on my show on Monday. He'll be joining me in the 9 o'clock hour, and we'll have an in-depth conversation about uh, if things go what way we think they will go during the election in November what can we expect during the General Assembly in 2023? And uh, I know there's a few things that are on everybody's wish list. One is getting rid of the income tax here in Arkansas. We'll talk about that. And then the other thing that we're going to talk about is uh, the money following the students so that you can have your kid go to whatever school they want to and whatever the average is that they're paying for that child Uh, that goes with you and you give it to the school. I think if that happens, we'll have a renaissance in church schools. That's what I think will happen. So we'll talk talk about that. So with that in mind, I've got the folks here. uh, You know, Pat Davis and your, your health plan man is sitting here doing his thing. And one of the questions I asked was about that you can choose any provider in the nation, and yet the way they do Healthcare is different than everybody else, and uh, you're going to deal with that, Corey. So I'll turn it over to you. Actually, or Josh, yeah. Josh yeah. is going to turn. Okay, yeah, you'll go. have to excuse my dad. He he likes to forget a lot of stuff, but uh, uh, he he jokes, or my mom actually jokes about how next year he'll be able to write his own Medicare policy. So hey, uh, get off me. <laughs> but um, well, then he'll figure out how we can do this with Medicare. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's what's going to happen. Go ahead. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, so what happens is we pay. A specific amount for every service that we provide for so when you go see your provider no matter who it is we're going to pay that same amount now what you can get is if you go to a network doctor you will get a discount but if you see an out of network doctor you're not going to get the discount but we're still going to pay that same amount so that's the way that that works all right yeah just was just wondering i know as your dad said as as pat said we don't get you any kind of co-pays you don't have to pay co-pays yep that's right so my my plea to everyone right now is go to our website yourhealthplanman.com click on get quote now 
And we will have some information. You can, this is not a lot, and it's not real personal. We're not asking for your Social Security number or anything like that. Just the information that we need to be able to get you a quote. And you got nothing to lose. Handful of minutes to be able to fill that out, um, and we'll be in touch with you. And I've been so thrilled. You know, as Dave said, my wife and I had just gone on our 42nd anniversary trip, and we Congratulations, went. Thank you. I got a shirt on that says, "Here, uh, George Washington slept here." right from Mount, yeah, Vernon. Mount Vernon yeah and we went to a lot of patriotic places and whatever and it was really great but while I was gone these two guys stepped up and put together a small group you know for us did the whole thing and then individual family members and whatever you know of the employees but my thing is this if you own a small business call us no matter what I'm not going to promise anything, but what do you got to lose? Just call us. Get on. Go to my website, and and or just text me five zero one six zero five six nine three five six zero five six nine three five. Text me. Say, Pat, I own blank business. I want to get a conversation set with you. Yeah, here's what I'm paying right now. Can you save me money? Yeah, and they don't just even have to even question. Yeah, they yeah. don't have to even tell me what they're paying or anything because when we get into our discussions, we'll look at that and we'll look at the group and there's some situations where one group we might just say you know what i think you're better off where you're at um we've got groups that have a lot of healthy people and we have a a lot better options that we can offer them um but we are not talking about obamacare where you're locked into these rules but listen to me no matter how many times your agent may have told you if you've got 35 employees and you're providing health insurance for them you do not have to uh meet these certain requirements that are there for obamacare if you don't have a consistent 50 employees or more you don't have to do that so if this year you're going to hit 50 you don't have to provide health insurance until next year that meets the qualification for Obamacare and you have to have a certain number of months that are going to fall into that 50 or more Um, but this is that thing we've been talking about people are kept ignorant purposely and it really pads the pockets of a lot of insurance agents that are out there but the reality is is that there's a lot of people that we could save thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and i want to be able to say at the end of the year that we right now are going to be saving our business owners over a hundred thousand dollars a year in premiums or two hundred thousand or a million a year in premium just by taking the time and go, you know what? I need to get a quote. I need to hear what's going on. Get quote now is what it says right on okay, there on so yourhealthplanman.com. We want people to do that. We want them to call. Here's the key that I want you to understand. It's not so complicated you can't understand it. Right. That's right. Yeah. A lot of people think that it's just too complicated. Yep. I don't want to yep. deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? And you can you can work with them on that. As you said, Corey... You spend a lot of your time educating people. Yep. To I quote do. President Bush. Yeah, and I, I created call, videos I calls, and everything. <laughs> I get calls at all times of the day, at night, and I answer them. I mean, that's what I do. Um, and I don't mind doing that um, because the, big, the, 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 the biggest thing is education, education, education. You know, it's crazy to think. And I, how far do I have time for a quick story? Yeah, we got six so, minutes. So I just found out um, that. You know, me and me and my wife, we've been married for almost 17 years. Good job. 
Yep. And so we just had about thrown up our hands on being able to have a baby and, you know, you know, just wasn't in the cards. Right. Um, but we just found out um, about eight weeks ago that she's pregnant. So, um, yeah, it's exciting news. I'm going to be a dad. I'm going to so, be a grandpa. There you go. And so it's, it's crazy to think that you could go and self-pay for that pregnancy, that benefit, and spend less out of pocket than what you would if I walked in with a Ambetter, Blue Cross Blue Shield, even a four or $5,000 deductible, and put my car down and just went through that whole process. It's crazy to think that actually me paying for it in cash, I would pay less than what I would having to meet my deductible. But that is the reality of it. And and I'm just I'm just telling you, like right now where it sits, um, I'm paying. And I, I'll just tell everybody, I'm paying seventeen hundred dollars for the whole kit and caboodle for all the um, the appointments leading up to it, the childbirth and the the follow up appointments. And I'll have some some out of pocket for anesthesiologist and and facility fees. But I'm still in a great position. And and I just tell people that, you know, I, I helped a client that was on her way out the door. She was getting married and getting on her husband's policy at work. I blessed her. I said, hey, thank you. She told me she was pregnant. And then I educated her. I said, let me just tell you something. Find out what your husband's deductible is because you might want to do this. Because yeah, you, you might want to do an end round and save some money. Absolutely. Yeah. There's so much of what we do that's education because people just don't know what they have available to them. It's crazy to think that you self-paying and you and cash is king, Dave. You know it's true. Mm-hmm. You know you pay you putting cash on the table, and it's it's not that I had to put the seventeen hundred up front. I put a small down payment, and I'm paying like a hundred dollars a month for until the baby gets here, and I'm done. And we can't if they're already pregnant. We can't. Right. Write a policy for so them, that right? that whole thing, we just do that. We we just teach people, you know, what they can do and what they have available to them, and we help them save money. What I I, I really do believe, Dave, that what we offer at your health plan, man, is so much more than just health insurance. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. because I mean. Uh, we want to be a resource. We want we we offer you know knowledge and power to be able to make wise decisions. It's like you know Pat, Pat always he always he always makes fun and talking about going out and buying cars and, and 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 knowing how much it costs. You know we help people know that stuff and we take like you were talking. We take the mystery out of it. We take the rocket science out of it. We make it simple and stupid, like stupidly simple. Well, like, that's why we kiss. I mean, keep it mm-hmm. simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the way people would like it to be. But they've got a perceived thought in their mind that this is, you know, too tough for me to understand. I got to yep. give it over to professionals, so to speak. Yep. As far as that's concerned. All right. Let me give you the number again. Want to give you that? It's five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five. That's five zero one. 605-6935. I won't do my G- Joe Namath. <laughs> Just letting you know. And I'm not going to do Jimmy Walker and say dynamite before I give you the phone number. Your health plan uh, com. if you want to do it on the Internet. Then that's a good place to go just because it's going to be kind of like Staples. You've got the big button there that you, yep. that you hit and yep. you yep. can get it all taken care of. Guys, we're out of time. It's always a pleasure yeah, uh, to have you, you guys you, in. Good to have you here, Corey, again. And uh, Josh, good to have you. Good to see you. We'll get you back in again with yeah. uh, with your dad. And, of course, Pat, always a pleasure. Anytime Thanks. you want to come on, we'll set you up and get you on here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, Friday edition, Dave Ellswick Show. Tomorrow we get it underway at 6 a.m. Robert Steinbach along with Chris Corbett will talk about uh, – 
you know, Supreme Court uh, Justice Kavanaugh and uh, the hitman that was out to, trying to take his life. We'll talk about that tomorrow. And uh, we'll also talk about uh, what's going on with the uh, the Travs, and we'll talk about what's at the movies. I'm seeing the new movie that's opening this weekend tonight. It is Dominion. It's a new Jurassic uh, movie. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it because I'm taking my five-year-old grandson, who is a big dinosaur fan, to see it as well. So I'm sure I'll get my earful when we leave the theater about how much and what he liked the best. All right, see you tomorrow, 6 a.m., here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.